Yesterday was effectively the beginning of a new era in crypto. And I want to show you what I mean. So if we look at the old era in crypto, you could possibly say that, I don't know, COVID, this whole era over here, that was like the old era in crypto. And yesterday marked the beginning of the, the new era. Now, what you'll know about beginnings and ends and new eras and old eras is that sometimes to get out of an old era, what you need to do is you need to make certain sacrifices. And I think we can say that yesterday, Binance and CZ pleading guilty and potentially getting charged was the loss of a very, very, very pivotal and important soldier in our battle here at crypto. But by sacrificing CZ and by getting the charges against CZ, we've cleaned out the old and we're ready to get into a new era. And the reality is that if, if you look at the new era, the new era looks something like this. It starts today, or in fact, it started yesterday. And in a very short period of time, and I think when I say a short period of time, less than 49 days, we're going to get something like this. So today, I think what we're going to talk about is I'm going to talk to you about what I think is going to happen in this era, how far we're going to go, um, when it's going to happen, how much time you've got to prepare. And I think we should just talk about, you know, what this new era is going to be like. Then I want to talk to you about some of the casualties of, of the new era. And the truth is that if you've got money in Binance, you, you, you're going to want to listen to what I have to say today. So anybody in the audience here today that has money in Binance, you have to listen to what I have to say again, because your money may actually be in big trouble. Maybe, maybe not. That's what we're going to talk about today. And then lastly, today we're going to have some fun. Or in fact, we're going to talk about altcoins. And after that, I've got a very cool section for you. I've put together a list of all the best crypto Black Friday specials. So like almost like saying, you know, if you're going to be in crypto and you want to get the best deals on the best tools because it's uh, it's Black Friday, then let's go. I mean, I'll show you. I've, I've literally gone down and I've broken down all the things that I think that I want to buy for Black Friday. And I'm going to show you what deals we've got for you. We've got amazing deals for you. So listen, it's going to be a cool show. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be an alpha pack show. Let's go, go, go. Let's go. fucking deal that I'm about to sign, barring me from the securities industry, barring me from Stratton, my home. <laughs> the fuck is that, you know? You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need to send in the National Guard a fucking SWAT team! Cause I ain't going nowhere! Okay, okay, okay. It didn't quite go down like that. It didn't quite go down like that. It was, it was completely different. We'll talk about what actually went down. We'll talk about why it was the beginning of a completely new era. I'm going to show you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a massive show. Also, if you have got money on Binance, you want to watch the show. Uh, I'm going to show you which altcoins are running as a result of what actually happened and as a result of this new era. Um, yeah, we've got a, an alpha pack show. Now, again, I'm not feeling well again, but here I am bringing you crypto love and crypto wisdom. What I need from you is if you're not already subscribed, subscribe. Listen, how many other channels brought you five shows yesterday and then 
sitting here till 12 o'clock at night bringing you, bringing you live coverage of the DOJ action minute by minute by minute, even though they delayed for hours and hours and hours. We were here. We got home at 12 o'clock in the morning. And I mean, you guys are an absolute bunch of clowns because yesterday I told you there was no key under the mat. You guys sent people to my house. I mean, crazy, 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 crazy people. My wife said there were lots of visitors trying to get the, the key that actually wasn't under the mat. Anyway, let's get into uh, the meat and potatoes of today's show. If you uh, haven't already subscribed, subscribe. If not, just keep liking. The more you like, the more energy I get. The more energy I get, the more alpha I give. It's a symbiotic relationship. Everyone, everyone, uh, everyone benefits from it. And I think today we've got a, a pivotal show on, um, on what is a pivotal day. Uh, in, a, uh, in crypto and really the beginning of an era so let's quickly let's quickly just recap the events of uh, the last couple of hours just can we fix my tweet scene well let me maybe zoom out maybe that that'll help you okay there we go so uh, i think let's quickly just recap the results of of the last couple of of hours so obviously we know that uh, cz stepped down from binance he paid a personal fine a couple of i think 50 million 150 million binance paid about $4.3 billion, which in, in the seventh biggest corporate fine in history, and I think the biggest uh, corporate fine or financial markets uh, fine that's, that's uh, ever happened. Um, he now gets sentenced. So as you can see, this is the, the documentation from the court. So just to give you an idea of what it looks like, he has to appear in court on February 23rd at nine o'clock in Seattle. He was in the court yesterday in Seattle. And that is when he's going to get tested. You can see that he paid $175 million in personal recognizance bond, $15 million held in the DWT trust account. And um, he has to be back in court on February 23rd. Uh, there was a discussion between him and the judge as to where he can now spend the time between now and February 23rd. Uh, he is going to be going back to the UAE. And uh, I mean, this is a, a great transcript, which I think we should read. So it says, um, CZ, he says, Joanna, I just want to say one thing. Um, I want to close the issue. So I want to take responsibility and close this chapter in my life. So um, it's very simple. It's a simple mindset for me. I've not caused problems before. I've never been a criminal. I've not been in a courthouse before. So all this is, is, is new. I guess he says, so all this is new to me. To be very frank, before I came here, I was a little bit scared. In most countries, you go to a country, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So I was very impressed with you. Being, being, being this court hearing, Having your honor explain every little detail to me, uh, all that all that is very reassuring. So before I come, before I came here, that um, that it's not meant to meant to. So um, with the issue around the UAE, I was given, I was offered citizenship. I took it with a lot of uh, um, as your honor. I do not want to leverage that to say, "Hey, protect you." I do not want to use that. I want to. I do not want to use these papers in that way. So I want to address the issue myself. I have the full intention to come back and close this. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, so I start, uh, I start the issue was there. And so the judge says, look, people in my court generally um, uh, come back. And so um, he, is, uh, he is basically allowing uh, CZ to go back and to live uh, in, in, in the UAE where CZ has uh, citizenship until he actually gets sentenced on the 23rd of February. And obviously we'll bring you that sentencing live. Uh, I did try and get hold of CZ. I sent him a few messages. He hasn't responded yet. I'm sure he'll, he'll respond at some stage. Um, but just, you know, to wish him to wish him support and strength and, and whatever else. And we'll talk about that in a second. There were, or there are a couple of ironies in, in, in this case. And I'm sure some of the ironies you, you watched with me 
and some you didn't. So let's talk, let's talk about some of the ironies. The first thing is uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is actually going to get sentenced after CZ. So first CZ gets sentenced, then SBF gets sentenced. So he gets sentenced on the 28th of March. And remember, CZ gets uh, sentenced on the 23rd of February. You want to hear some more ironies? Here's some more ironies for you. Binance, Kraken, and Coinbase never lost customer money. And those are the ones the DOJ or the SEC has actually gone after. The one that actually did lose customer money, that actually was involved in real criminal activity, not like money laundering and sanctions. We'll talk about what the money laundering and sanctions and stuff meant. But the FTX, which was the biggest fraud since Madoff, um, politicians accepted millions of dollars in donations and the, bureau got, the bureaucrats got cozy with him and they went after people like CZ and CZ Binance. To me, that's an irony. You want to see another irony? This, to me, was the biggest the irony of the night. announced that the Justice Department has secured felony guilty pleas from the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, Binance. Actually, it's Binance. 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 Largest virtual Binance. Binance. And let me be clear. It's Binance. 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 And let me be clear. It's Binance. 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 It's Binance. Let me know in the comments if it's Binance or Binance, please. Let me be clear. It's Binance. 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 So let me say this, even at the best of times, Janet Yellen is one of my, my worst people in the world. When she was speaking yesterday and she kept saying Binance, I, I swear, I just wish I could just punch her in the nose every time she said Binance, 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 Binance. Um, the other irony, and I, I'm quite embarrassed about this. So the other irony is that you see that Forbes has this record of putting people on the cover of Forbes and, and people that are on the cover of Forbes either land up going bankrupt or, or going to jail. So I'm quite embarrassed to say this, but I told my team this morning, so I have been on the cover of Forbes. I'm going to bring you guys the, the magazine tomorrow so that you guys can see it. So let's hope that I'm here to stay and that you know I don't, I don't face uh, the same fate as the other people that have been on, on the cover of Forbes, although they do have a, a very, very high, um, a very, 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 very high hit rate. So let's talk about what happens next. Let's talk about what happens next for, for, for CZ. Let's talk about what happens next for Binance. So CZ, he gets sentenced on the 23rd of Feb. Uh, he handed over the reins to someone who I think is much, 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 much more than competent to, to do that. So if you look at the person that he handed over the reins to. So um, he hands over the reins to Richard Tang. Now, Richard um, is highly qualified with three decades of financial services and regulatory, regulatory experience. Prior to joining Binance, Richard was CEO of the Financial Services Regulatory Authority at Abu Dhabi, Chief Regulatory Officer for the Singapore Exchange, and Director of Corporate Finance and Monetary Authority of Singapore. What do we read here? We read the fact that Richard is a compliance man. We read the fact that he's worked in countries where compliance, Singapore, compliance is like one of the, high, the, the highest levels of things that you have to, to worry about in Singapore is the law and compliance. And that's where Richard comes from. And I posted a tweet today, which I think is something that we all have to consider. And I think it's probably one of the most important tweets that, that I've posted. And maybe let's just take a second and just read the tweets together. Um, what I said is, I said, as industries progress and mature, different types of leaders are required to drive them forward. In the beginning, you need mavericks. They need to take risks 
as they progress, a shift is required to more conservative drivers. CZ Binance was the ultimate leader for our industry for that time. He was a true leader, a maverick, a visionary, and a fast innovator who took the required risks and drove the adoption and critical mass required to make this industry indestructible by the authorities. He was always transparent and humble. He took calculated risks for all of our benefit, and he ultimately paid a fair price. I believe his work is done now and that, and that the new leadership is more suited for this phase or as suited for this phase as he was for the last phase. He should go down in history alongside Vitalik Buterin, Satoshi, Brian Armstrong, and others as one of the most instrumental people of our industry and, um, in, and, and, and in the success of our industry. And then I obviously thanked him on behalf of all of us for, for everything that he did. And that's a photo of, of me and him when we, were, when we were in France. And I think this is exactly a big thing. CZ was one of the most pivotal soldiers for us in this industry when we needed him. He was willing to take risks, risks that Richard is not going to take. CZ was willing to put to take calculated risks and to 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 do what needed to be done to get the adoption of crypto in this industry. He was one of the most institution one of the most instrumental players in getting so much adoption that we now have this adoption that the regulators can't squash us anymore. And he paid he paid a price for it. And the truth is that he paid a price so that we could all benefit. And now he hands over the reins to what we need in this era, which is much more compliance and much more um, uh, and much more uh, adherence to the law and working with authorities. If we had started the industry like this, if Richard had started the industry, the industry would never be where it, where it is. We would never have an altcoin industry. We would never have leverage in this industry. We would never have a lot of these things in the industry. And what CZ did, he was willing to take the chance and he paid the price for us so that we could get into the new era. And that's exactly what it is. We're not getting into this new era, as I showed you. And this new era is an era which is becoming quite aggressive. And you can see that the government is actually running out of time to take us to this new era. The government is really, really, really running out of time to take us to this new era. In this new era, the, it needs to be an institutional era. And in order for it to be an institutional era, the industry has to be clean. And because of the, the deadlines prescribed by the ETF applications, which make this industry much more institutional, the government was under time pressure to do something and to clean up specifically to, to say, look, yes, we approved an ETF in this asset class, but we did this because the industry is clean. And in order to clean the industry, they had to make a statement that they coming down on corruption and they're coming down on what they, what, what they see as bad actors. And so if you read very closely into what we saw yesterday uh, from the Department of Justice, just listen to what he says here. In this matter, in just the past month, the Justice Department has successfully prosecuted the CEOs of two of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges in two separate criminal cases. The message here should be clear. Using new technology to break so, the law. In just the last month, they have been, they have come down on the industry and they have prosecuted the two bad actors, the ones that they painted as bad actors. One who was really a bad actor, which is SBF, and one who they painted as a bad actor. It's ironic that they never caught CZ for embezzling customer funds. They never caught CZ for anything like that. What they caught him for was for violations of 
of of of uh, U.S. laws as it relates to things like man, money laundering, as it relates to AML. Now, the big charges. He didn't have big AML. Yeah, he didn't have big AML. In 2017, none of the exchanges had KYC to trade, or very few of the exchanges had KYC to trade, and we all went and traded shitcoins and altcoins on many exchanges. But because Binance grew so big, they wanted to use him as a scapegoat. How many other exchanges were there that were operating and allowed U.S. customers to get on and off, and they haven't been taken down? They also got him for violating sanctions by allowing people in countries like Iran to, to trade on Binance. Now, on the one hand, you could say, yes, there could have been terrorists using Binance to launder money. That, that is potentially true. But there also could have been innocent Iranians who are stuck in Iran and just want to get money out or just want to protect their wealth, just like it could happen in Venezuela, just like it could happen in Argentina, just like it could happen in Zimbabwe, in Zimbabwe or any other country. But they wanted to make a scapegoat and they wanted to clean up the industry in anticipation of, of the new era. Now, we still have some threats that are, that are coming up. So the first thing is, you will notice that Gary Gensler wasn't there. And Gary Gensler still has charges against Binance. I don't know if you remember, but this whole thing was actually started when the SEC issued charges against Binance. So we still have to deal with, with uh, the SEC charges, but that's civil and that's going to be resolved with some kind of penalty. And the big threat is out of the way. Now, with this out of the way, the spot ETFs can be approved. And the institutions can start bidding and we can go directly into a bull market. And you can see that's exactly what's happening. As it relates to Grayscale, we now have Grayscale meeting with the SEC. So remember that they were struggling to get meetings around the way forward with the SEC. SEC just met with Grayscale for the ETF listing. Straight after that, we've got the SEC met SEC and disclosed it's reached a transfer agency and service agreement with BNY, BNY Mellon. It says, on the 16th of November, Grayscale, blah, 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 entered into, a, into an agreement of trust. Um, so they're now putting down the pieces. They're putting down the pieces that we need to get this ETF in action. Everything is paving the way for the ETF. And you see that the herd is starting to come. JP Morgan today said that the Binance settlement is positive as it eliminates potential systematic risk and, and from the hypothetical collapse. That's true. Before Binance, it was always like a cloud over our heads. And that cloud was, what if Binance collapses? What if Binance collapses? What if Binance... Well, Binance is now not going to collapse. Finished. That's it. We, we've... We, no more... D, no, well, the DOJ action has taken action. It didn't collapse Binance. In fact, Binance is exactly in the same position it, it, uh, today as it was yesterday. And we're ready to move forward into the next, the, the next, uh, the next era, which is, which is going to be a crazy era. If you look at the options market, the options market is telling you exactly the same thing. We're ready to move to the next era. They're saying that there's a large number of options trading with a 45K March expiry. Okay, so that is, uh, that is, that is people saying that in March, uh, Bitcoin will be above or at 45,000. I think it's going to be way higher than 45,000. Ryan Selka says, Binance de-risking is one of the biggest catalysts we have in crypto. Crypto is a real industry post a $4 billion settlement. In fact, that is the biggest financial settlement ever in the history of the United States. CZ takes a long, uh, a long vacation in Miami. Market rips higher. ETFs get approved in January and uh, the Republicans dem uh, win 2024 elections. Good crypto laws uh, are passed. That's, I mean, that's, that is what, what this era is starting to be. Look, we have one small, small little hurdle, but if you want to compare it to a game of chess, CZ was like a big chess piece that we had to sacrifice to get into the new era. And 
we have a, like a we have to sacrifice a pawn very soon. We have to like we got Mount Gox. Like it's a small thing. We know it's coming. It's and we now know that in 2024 they say they're going to distribute 142,000 Bitcoin. Remember, we were we thought this would happen in 2023 and it never happened. So we still have to get there. Even the biggest naysayers, even the biggest naysayers in the industry, are now turning around and saying that we are entering a new era and that this chapter is finished. Adam Cochran, we speak about him a lot. He's very smart, but also very hysterical in his analysis. He says, with this chapter closed, 2024 will be a face ripper. We've got something, we've got something, some things, you don't, you don't, some things to improve as an industry, but the, but the worst stuff is out of the way. We're on the way out of a, we're, we're on our way to be global liquidity assets and have a, a bright future ahead. I'm hanging up my Binance FUD hat now and hope the new exec team can clean up house and join us as we print uh, green candles going forward. Amazing. That's like, you know, Adam Cochran was one of the, 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 the biggest naysayers. Um, Benjamin Cowan, he's, uh, he just wanted to express a few thoughts. He says, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Total 3 put in a higher high, showing that even on the charts, he's now turning bullish on alts for the first time in, in about two years. Um, not all of the naysayers are, not all of the naysayers have turned bullish. Capo is still Capo. He says that uh, this is the beginning of the end. He says, uh, I mean, come on. I, I, actually, I, I feel bad. I feel actually bad reading this. I actually, I actually feel bad reading this. Just enough. It's like we're kicking him when he is done. It's just, people say he lives rent free in my head. Let's, um, let's do that. Just in the comments, just let me know. Is it Binance or Binance? But if it's Binance, just write B-N-A-N-C-E. And if it's Binance, just write the word Binance. Um, anyway, in the, we are completely on track. We're tracking beautifully here. Uh, September was, was slightly up. October was slightly up. We're in the pre-halving year. November is 5.27% up, even though it's been a bloody battle. And hopefully we're going to get a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, green December. Um, all right, let's turn our attentions to one of the other naysayers who was right and actually may have given us a crypto call. So I'm going to show you something here. So uh, one of the other big naysayers, you know, I know, uh, Kevin O'Leary. You remember he came onto my show and he was really cross with CZ about the fact that he thought that CZ took down FTX. In my view, my personal opinion, these two behemoths that own the unregulated market together and grow these incredible businesses in terms of growth were at war with each other. And one put the other out of business intentionally. Now, maybe there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe there's nothing wrong with love and war. But finance is a massive, unregulated, global monopoly now. They put FTX out of business. Now, so he was, lots of other reasons. I'm you sure. can see that he was completely upset with SBF. You'll remember that he said uh, the following. My goodness. And right against CZ personally, I, I don't know what happens next, but there's not going to be many places to hide. And slowly the oxygen's going to be oxygen's going to be sucked out of his world because every jurisdiction that has regulated exchanges that also deals in the in the international financial system that sees the SEC going after him this way. So he he, he really really predicted. But he has been an advocate against Gary Gensler, and he he posted this. I want you guys to listen to this. We're letting innovation slip away. And let me give you a good example. This hasn't been announced yet, but in Abu Dhabi, they're planning the launch of a new exchange to replace both FTX and Binance, and they're going to get billions on it 
called M2. Totally compliant, backed by billions of dollars, incredibly stable, ownership transparency, and it can be used by anybody in the world legitimately on a compliant basis. Where do you think all this innovation is going to go? It's going to go to the UAE. He's going to, it's going to go to the UAE. So he, I actually found this token. There's a token really called M2 MMX. Um, I don't know if you should buy it. I haven't done any research on it, but I did manage to, to find, to, to, to find the token for us. So yeah, that's the end of the, of the CZ case, the end of the CZ era, the beginning of the new era. We're going to the moon. Hold on tight. You've got about 49 days because in 49 days, the ETF launches and by that time it's going to be too late. So whatever moves you're planning to make, make them in the next 49 days. Um, if not, you're going to regret it. You're going to be a spectator. You're going to watch all of us. While we, you're going to watch all of us, we are going to be riding this wave and you're going to try and jump in here and you're going to try and jump in here and you're going to try and jump in here. This is the time. You don't have much time. This is not a drill. This is the time. This this is not a drill, ladies and gentlemen. This is the real thing. There are no more barriers in our way. Maybe Tether, but I don't think anything's going to happen with Tether. This is the time where you have been giving fair warning. You have, as, as this thing says, 49 days left. Um, you know exactly what you need to do. You know exactly what you need to do. Anyway, let's move on. So I did say to you guys in the beginning, I said, listen, if you have money on Binance, you have to listen to the show. And the question is whether that's actually true or not. So I tweeted something yesterday and it was based on what Janet Yellen said. And you guys need to pay attention. If you have a Binance account, do me a favor, just let me know in, in the chat. Say, I have a Binance account. Um, because if you do have a Binance account, you need to listen to this very, very, very carefully. Maybe by the end of what I'm telling you, you're going to want to take all your money out of Binance and you're going to want to do it today before you go to bed. Maybe. But maybe not, but maybe not, but maybe not. So let, let, let's go through what I mean here. I don't know if you guys remember or if you guys listened attentively enough last night to what uh, Granny, J Granny Binance said, but just listen to what Granny Binance said. Settlement agreement assesses a penalty of nearly a billion dollars. <throat> Binance is also required to Binance. report the suspicious transactions it has failed to report to date and to establish an effective anti-money laundering program to support the global AML-CFT regime. And the settlement agreements subject Binance to increased scrutiny for five years through a third-party monitor overseen by FinCEN, who will ensure Binance's complete exit from the United States. Did you hear that? So for the next five years, Binance has got a monitor that is overseen by FinCEN, the United States government effectively. FinCEN is, is effectively the United States government. And this monitor is going to be monitoring all of Binance's compliance. Now, you have money on Binance. You just told me. A lot of you are telling me you got money on Binance. How do you feel? How do you feel about the fact that for the next five years or three years or whatever she said, you have U.S. government monitors who have access to all your account records. How do you feel about that? How many of you will continue to use it as your main exchange? How many of you never did and how many of them won't do it? So there's two sides to this argument. The one side to the argument is they'll probably be one of the most regulated exchanges in the world now. Like Think about it. You've got Richard, whose compliance background, running the show. You've got... 
the US, like really, really, really watching your investments, you know that this exchange is not going to step out of line. You know that this exchange is going to do everything by the book. That sounds like a reasonable plan. That sounds like you've almost got Binance as regulated as Coinbase now, but only they outside the United States and can't operate inside the United States. Because one of the one of the, the deals, one of the, the things of the deal was that they completely have to exit the US. So on the one hand, it makes it a very safe place. On the other hand, well, I don't know if I want the US government knowing all my transactions. I just don't know if I want them front running me on my altcoins. That's the problem. I'm just not sure. Like I don't have anything to hide. I'm not, you know, I'm not smuggling anything or whatever, but I just don't know if I want them knowing all my altcoin trades because I'm scared that I'm scared that you know some of them will actually follow some of my altcoin trades or maybe I can make them make them exit liquidity. That, that, that could work. That could work. That could work. All right. So um so you tell me what you think. Let's actually run a poll. Josh, let's let's quickly run a poll. So far, if I look at the numbers, uh, I wouldn't panic at all about Binance. I wouldn't take my money out at all. There's been about a billion dollars that has left Binance in the last 24 hours. I have been watching the dashboard. And so I don't think there's any, rich, any reason to, to panic. The fundamentals of the business are very, very, very strong. They paid the $4 billion in, in a heartbeat. It was like, phew, gone. The $4 billion was gone. Nothing, hap- nothing happened. I guess one of the things we can look at, let's quickly look at it, is Coinbase. I mean, Coinbase theoretically should have been mooning, but it, it didn't moon. It's not, it's not mooning at all. Um, I guess it probably should be mooning, but it isn't. Um, so I do think that the fundamentals are very strong. The on-chain data is saying exactly the same thing. It says uh, non-US users persist keeping, uh, persist keeping their assets on Binance. I read this tweet that says, Maxiport analyst says that the settlement is very favorable outcome for CZ and Binance. With CZ stepping down, the fine being lower than previ- previously feared of $10 billion. I heard he was negotiating against $5 billion. Binance is likely to remain one of the top three exchanges for the next two to three years. At that time, CZ can come back. More exchanges will strengthen their compliance and become part of the monitoring sharing agreement, which will facilitate the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the beginning of a absolute new era. Every single sign says that we're in the beginning of this new era. Um, let's talk about some narratives that are running in this new era. One of the things that CZ said in his, we want to call it, it's not really a resignation letter, it's more of a submission tweet. He says, um, uh, where is this thing? He says, he said, son, he says, yeah, at my, um, I'm happy that I'll finally have more time to spend looking at DeFi because he realizes that DeFi is actually a very, very, very good place to be, right? And so what we had is we actually had the DeFi tokens running. If you saw Rune, Rune's up 18% today. Why? And it started moving yesterday. DeFi narrative is running. This is all DeFi. If you look at DYDX, also part of this whole DeFi narrative, look here, bang. DeFi, DYDX is running. We're entering an era of DeFi. So I made, I made a list of, you know, because I like lists because, you know, we're friends now and I, I publish lists for you guys. Here's a list of all the DeFi tokens and how much they've moved since the centralized exchanges got attacked. Uh, Uniswap, 13%. Lido, 11%. Rune, up 20%. The Graph, up 11.67%. Um, Radium on Solana, up 15.23% while the rest of the bubbles actually haven't been so good. So it just shows that if you play the right narrative at the right time, I mean, okay, these assholes believe that FTT benefits because Binance goes down. That's, that's literally what these people think. That's literally what these people think. Um, by the way, I don't know how many of you were watching with us yesterday. Wasn't it incredible to see how the Banton newsroom was moving um, and the bubbles were changing at exactly the same time? 
You're also seeing Pith Network up 25%. You know why Pith up 25%? Because Binance is listing Bonk and Pith. So Solana narrative hot, as I said to you. Pith, Pith uh, because Binance is listing uh, 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 Pith derivatives. Let's really go to check our derivatives account. 38 cents. Man, man, man. I really want an entry into Pith, but not willing to buy it at these prices. I'm not buying it at a $4 billion fully diluted. I just, I just can't get myself to do it. Solana Dex volume versus Ethereum Dex volume up, which just shows you our other narrative of, Ethe- of Solana versus Ethereum playing out exactly, exactly, exactly as we have been predicting, as, as Carl the Moon would say. Another person who is worried about uh, uh, decentralization, because CZ is worried about decentralized finance or wants to spend more time in decentralized finance. Another person who is wants to spend more time in DeFi is, or in decentralization is Elon. Uh, he, there's a, a tweet here from this guy called Andre who says, um, he says, uh, thinking a lot about centralization and decentralization these, these few days, Elon says, same. This is, of course, in relation to the open AI saga where they fired Sam Altman, then he joined the Microsoft board, and now today he's back at open AI. Something's going on at open AI. I don't know what it is, but you can see that Ilya, who's the CTO of open AI, said, I deeply regret my participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI. I love everything we've built together and will do everything I can to reunite the company. So Elon says, so why do you take such drastic action? If OpenAI is doing something potentially dangerous to humanity, the world needs to know about it. Something's going on. And these guys are scared of centralization. We did a whole show on it the other day, and I said to you, the, the, there was a turning point in AI and crypto that day when they fired Sam Altman. And the reason there was a turning point is because we had open AI in the, we have open AI in the hands of Microsoft. And that worries all the big players that AI will be in the hands of the same corporations that are controlled by the governments. That's a big problem. That's a big, big, big problem. And now it is playing out like we like like we thought, just much quicker. And so the AI tokens are running again. So remember the AI list that I published for you guys the other day? Here it is. Um, up again. So you see Fetch up 14%. Uh, Tau up, BitTens up 11.18%. The Graph up 11, uh, 11%. Akash up 13%. But look at the AI sector and then compare it to all the other bubbles. Let's just look on the one hour, see what's going on in the one hour. Yeah. So you can see the narratives that are moving. AI, okay. The assholes that think that FTT is going to replace Binance, the decentralized, the decentralized, uh, finance narrative, Uniswap, Aave, DYDX, um, the uh, the um, Solana narrative, and the AI narrative. Those are the ones that are actually pumping. So it's so simple. You can actually just see this. In the, everything is available for you for free on on the bubbles. It's it's that simple. Um, okay, so that's that's the AI narrative. Um, I mean, the AI narrative is also running because Nvidia went up yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is. They smashed their revenue forecast. They smashed their, their profit forecasts. They were forecasting $3.36 per share profits. They got 402. They were forecasting 16 billion in revenue. They got 18 billion in revenue. The, the craziest thing for me, the craziest, craziest, craziest thing for me is look at the growth of this company. They went from 2018, 2.6 billion to 2023, $18.1 billion in growth. I do see Gaza commenting that Bitcoin's crashing. We, 36,350 is not crashing. Let's just, let's just be clear. 36,350 is not crashing. It's just 
we're in a channel. I really hope that this channel thing doesn't play out because if it does, we could see something like this. Like I'd hate to see it, but something like that, you know, and then that, that could bring us back to like 32,000. I mean, I suppose it's inevitable. As long as we stay in this channel, I'm happy man, happy man, happy man, happy man. Um, cool. That's that. So listen, a couple of, now we're going to have, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to show you one at the end, end, end of the show. I've got one new altcoin, which I think is going to pump. It's one of the smartest concepts that I've seen. It's, 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 it's really going to change the face of blockchain. But before that, let's have some fun and just go through Black Friday specials. So listen, there are a whole lot of Black Friday specials specifically on things that we as traders need to be better traders. And you know, if you can get something that makes you a better trader uh, at 75% off, then why not just do it? Why not just get it today or tomorrow or the next day when you can get it 75% off? Why do you want to pay full price when you actually want it, when you can buy it today and get it almost for free? So I want to show you my favorite, a uh, couple of favorite, favorite, favorite uh, Black Friday specials. Uh, I Also, the way I did it, I just want to show you something. Um, why is this lady on my video? No but is this, is, this, is, is she an advert or what is this? But why is she on my video? Anyway, well, this is something we can resolve later. Uh, remember, I'm going to show you one altcoin at the end of this, which is amazing, which I think we, all, we should all look at. But just before that, so um, here are all the Black Friday specials that I think are, are, are absolutely amazing. And you've got a link to all the Black Friday specials. And I'm going to go through the Black Friday specials with you one by one by one. The first one that we need to go through is TradingView. You need charting software. You cannot be in crypto and not have TradingView. And if you're going to get TradingView, just go and get it today and get 70% off. Okay, it's like a, it's a, a no-brainer. So you go here. Um, where is the, the, the TradingView uh, link, Josh? Which one? Okay, there we go. The one that says TradingView, the one here. You click on this TradingView link here and you get 70% off. Okay, that's, that's the, the, the TradingView one. Next one, which I think is amazing, amazing, amazing for Black Friday, you're never going to get the special ever again, is Annie's uh, Discord and Education Program. So she's created an amazing, amazing, amazing um, uh, program. I want to show you just the beginning of it. Session to make. A lot of you think that I'm just a day trader, but truth be told, this isn't even my superpower. In 2021, I nailed the market exit by telling everyone to get an exit plan in this video right here, saving my audience from the pain of watching their crypto portfolios drop by 80 to 95% on most altcoins. And in 2022, months before the FTX saga, I posted this on TikTok calling the bottom of the current cycle within a $100 range. Now imagine if your average entry on Solana in this current cycle was at around $15.60. Now you'd be up nearly 300% on your spot position. Well, what about Link at $5.97, enjoying a 177% increase right now? Or even Fetch AI, Alluvium, Vulcan Forge, all of these over 100% profit since buying not too long ago. None of this has to be imagined inside of Trade Travel Chill because this is exactly what I led my community of traders and investors to do. And right now- So she now has an amazing, amazing community. If you want to be part of the Trade Travel Chill community, um, you can get- Get this, $25 a month instead of $158 a month, okay? So where do you go? You go to the video, you go to top of the video, top, 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 top. 
here we go. Trade, travel, chill. You can watch the video over here that I've just played, or you can just click here and you can get access to that. So that's another one where you're getting 68, I don't know, 70% off, whatever. Mad, mad numbers, crazy numbers. Okay, then Sheldon's trading group, 75% off. There's a link for you guys below over here, Sniper Club. You've got Kyle's trading school, 75% off before Black Friday. And there's a link for you guys over there. You've got CoinStats. Now, this is an amazing, amazing, amazing product. I'll tell you what it is. This is a product that allows you, let me see if I've got my CoinStats open here. I might actually even have my coin stats open here. But what it allows you to do is it allows you to get um, your your um, all your portfolios on one, it, all your wallets on one. You can track all your crypto on one app. So let me actually get it for you. Hold on a second. Coin stats. Mm, coin stats. Hold on a second. Dot app. There we go. Okay. So what I can do here is all my wallets are basically in in one place. All my MetaMask, all my exchange wallets are actually in one place. So by using this, I can actually get analytics on all my crypto every single minute of every single day. It's an amazing application. I use it, obviously. You get 40% off if you take the one-year plan. Next one, which I say, very, very, very important, NordVPN, okay? If you're surfing without a VPN, especially now that you know that the US is monitoring Binance. I don't know, I mean, how many more times must I tell you that the main thing about crypto is to keep your money safe to make money and then to keep it. If you get hacked, if you fall for a scam, that's your own fault. If you have a VPN and now you get four extra months on the Black Friday deal and you pay less than $3 a month, that you pay $2.88 a month, okay? NordVPN, you've got a link below. Um, and also if you want a wallet, there's links below to get Black Friday deals on wallets. So, and then lastly, 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 if you want to trade using an, a, an algo, you can get Lux Algo, you get 60% off Lux Algo with a link below. So again, in the spirit of trying to build the most uh, uh, profitable community in the world, I went and I got all the Black Friday specials, put them all for you onto one page. Just take them out before Black Friday. All right, lastly, I have come across a, a well, yesterday I came across a concept which I think is very, very, very good. James, what are you doing? Do you have to do it during the show? So this is called Blast. Um, it's a new layer two on Ethereum. And what they've done is they've done two things which are very, very, very exciting. The first thing that they've done is they have gamified um, staking. So basically you stake your ETH and you, you stake your, you, or you, you, you don't stake, you actually just move your ETH or whatever else to the chain. And then you, it, they've completely, completely, completely gamified it. So it works almost like Frentech where you have to have an invite code and, and you start earning yield and you earn amazing yield and you earn points and the points will give you airdrop access. Now, that's not the genius of this layer two. The genius of this layer two is actually much bigger. What it is, is that if you have money on this layer two, if you have ETH on this layer two, if you have money in your wallet on this layer two, you earn interest on it automatically. So it's almost like a bank account. Like if your money is on the chain, you're automatically earning interest. It's quite a novel new concept. So what I encourage you guys to do is go and check out Blast. I think it's quite a, quite a novel layer too. If you do participate in it, and again, there are risks. You should go and do a risk evaluation. I'll do a proper risk evaluation for you tomorrow or maybe on Friday. There are, uh, there are a whole lot of uh, things that you, that you have to look out for. But this is, um, effectively, if you just have, you see, if you just have money on the chain, you're earning points 
and you're earning interest on your money, which is like, that's how it should work. If you've got money in your MetaMask wallet, you sh- that money is effectively on chain and you should be actually earning the interest. So it's actually a very smart concept. So listen, go and check it out when you get a chance to do that. Um, I think that's it for today. I think just before we go, let's we can just take one last look at the market. Uh, one last look at it. Let's look at it on the bubbles. I think that's the best place to look at it. Uh, I did see a lot of you guys were trying to win the Bitcoin earlier. I saw that there was a lot of predictions. The average prediction now in the winner Bitcoin competition still remains 42,000. Okay, that's good. That's good. Everyone's still the same, the same bullish. I think you guys are too. I think you guys are too. Uh, you guys are too conservative. Listen, uh, let's quickly look at the bubbles. Let's see what's happening in the last hour. Let me know in the comments if you've been using bubbles and if it's helped you. I need to get some good feedback here. I need to get good feedback here. Nothing's really happening. I think it's just the markets come slightly down. Um, maybe, hopefully it doesn't do this. Listen, I will see you guys again tomorrow. Or if anything happens, I'll see you guys before that. Until then, trade well, my friends.